Let us pray. May only God's word be spoken, and may only God's word be heard. Amen. Merry Christmas. I am on something of a mission. It's a simple mission, and the mission is this. I want you to keep celebrating. Christmas is not over. Christmas is 12 days long. Today is only the second day of Christmas. We have 11 glorious days still to celebrate. I love finding some way to intentionally celebrate Christmas every day of the Christmas season. That doesn't have to mean more presents, more stuff. No, sometimes I celebrate by making a special meal or having a Christmas tea with some of the Christmas cookies that we were given. Sometimes I celebrate by going on a hike with friends. One year we took a lot of chocolate with us and we started handing it out to strangers on the trail. Some turned us down, understandably I think, but many were thrilled and grateful. This year I hope to celebrate by spending some time out in the snow. I have to pre-record the service, so maybe right now it already has started snowing. But the weather report at this moment says it might be coming. But whatever it is, every day I try to spend some time having fun, delighting in this holiday, and celebrating. Celebrating. What is it that we are celebrating at Christmas? The birth of Jesus, certainly. But even more so, we are celebrating the incarnation of God in this world. On Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, we heard Luke tell us about Jesus' birth. He told us the how. Today, we hear John tell us the why. In the beginning, John says, in the beginning. You should immediately be hearing echoes of the first creation story in the first chapter of Genesis. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth. And those echoes continue in John as we learn about the Word and the light. Two themes that have strong parallels to the creation story. God spoke a word, and the first word that God spoke was, let there be light. John tells us that the true light is the Word, the Word. Jesus Christ. And this word is the true light of the world. What is a word? A word is an embodiment of a thought. Jesus is the word of God. So in Jesus, we have the embodiment of God's thoughts. In the incarnation, when the Word became flesh, those thoughts came oh so very close to humanity. They literally entered into humanity, born in a manger in Bethlehem. In the Incarnation, God's thoughts came close to us and we found ourselves the closest we've ever been to them. Our best chance to understand them. In Jesus, we learn about what God is thinking about. As we remember Jesus' story, we learn that God cares about justice, and God cares about mercy and compassion, and God cares about grace. 
We learn that God isn't just interested with the rich and the powerful, but God is close to those that we sinfully dispose of and push to the margins. God cares about them, and God gets close to them. We learn that God loves us more than we can ask for or imagine. So much, in fact, that God is willing to go to the cross for us. In the Word made flesh, we get closer to God and we get a better sense of what God is thinking. The reverse is also true. In the Incarnation, God gets closer to us and God learns more about humanity. For instance, God experiences firsthand about life's joy. Jesus liked a good party. He liked it so much his opponents accused him of being a glutton. We'll talk about this more in a few weeks because we're going to get the reading on the second Sunday of Epiphany. But remember, Jesus' first miracle was at a wedding in Cana of Galilee. And at that wedding, his miracle was to keep the party going. He created the wine so everyone keeps celebrating. In the incarnation, God learned all about human joy. And God also learned in the Incarnation about human grief. As he wept with Mary and Martha at the grave of Lazarus, their brother and his friend. God learned in the Incarnation about human suffering as God experienced rejection, humiliation, and pain. As Jesus went to the cross, in the Incarnation. We get closer to God and God gets closer to us. The Incarnation is this bridge that allows us to draw near to each other. The Incarnation is not just an event about the past. It is a truth about today. In our joys and in our sorrows, the Incarnation reminds us of the closeness of God. In this time in which we joyfully celebrate Christmas, and in this time in which we anxiously await the likelihood of the worst surge of COVID-19 that we have yet experienced, God is close to us. God came close to us in the Incarnation, and God remains close to us today. Celebrate that reality, my friends. Keep celebrating Christmas. Amen.